Hey there, DC fans. This is Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief of DC Comics News, here to give you a special deal from Insight Editions. Insight Editions is an amazing company who uh, sells books and collectibles uh, from all sorts of pop culture, whether it be DC Comics, Marvel Comics, uh, movies like Die Hard, Harry Potter, Alien... Everything out there in the world you can you can find. You got books, collectibles, uh, pop up greeting cards. They have all kinds of amazing items. And right now you can get thirty five percent off site wide by using the code DC News thirty five. That's D C N E W S three five. D C News thirty five. Use that code and receive thirty five percent off site wide at insighteditions.com. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the DC Comics News Podcast. I am Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief at DC Comics News, and uh, it's just me again uh, this week. Uh, You may have heard my episode a few weeks back, where uh, it was just me, the whole crew, uh, nobody was available, so, you know, I jumped in and uh, did a solo episode, and that's what's happening today. Uh, I am here for episode number 129, 129 episodes you know, uh, over two years of doing this podcast, I, I started it by myself. Um, then I brought in, you know, a whole bunch of people, great, great hosts to uh, help out and take over uh, in that aspect while I did a whole lot of other stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I miss doing this. And so I'm glad to be here talking some DC with you guys. Keep an eye out. I'm going to be launching a new show on the uh, YouTube channel called The Editor's Desk. And uh, I'm going to be doing like some news and some uh, reviews and uh, topics and things like that. that uh, just some random stuff I'd like to talk about. But since we are here at the DC Comics News Podcast, I think we should get into some news. Uh, but first what I want to do, biggest thing that happened uh, this weekend, The Suicide Squad came out. Uh, and I gotta say, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I just wanted to uh, talk a little bit about you know some of my thoughts. Not you know no spoilers, and I, and I don't want to get too too in depth. Uh, I'm going to write a a review for the film, so keep an eye out for that. But uh, man, right off the bat, you know, <laughs> when James Gunn said he was going to kill a lot of people. In this movie, you know that's not that's not a spoiler. This is something that he came out himself and said, and has been public for a long time. Uh, I didn't think the amount uh, that it wound up being was what it was gonna wind up being. I was uh, very shocked. There were a handful, I'd say probably three deaths that really shocked me. I didn't. I was like, wow, okay. I didn't. I didn't think they were gonna go there. And they did, and uh, bravo to James Gunn. I thought that was uh, that was fantastic. We had some really cool cameos uh, in this. Um, now I, I don't consider this stuff spoilers uh, because it's it doesn't really it's it's just not intrinsic to the plot or anything like that. Um, but like I said, there there were a few 
uh, cameos, which I thought was were fantastic. First, you know, one of the creators of the newly formed Suicide Squad uh, from, I think it was, I want to say the 70s. Uh, John Ostrander does make a, an appearance in the film. If you know what he looks like, you'll you'll be able to pick him out uh, right away, which I thought was really cool. Also, we got to see if you're paying attention, there are a few uh, DC characters that you you'll be able to pick out in in uh, certain scenes, uh, such as Calendar Man, Double Down, and Kaleidoscope. So keep your eyes out for those characters. Uh, I was like, oh, wow, I can't believe we're getting to see stuff like this. It was really, really cool. Uh, I really uh, enjoyed seeing seeing some of these uh, characters just randomly pop up. Um, I mean, as, as it is known now, really, it's in the trailer and everything, we get to see Starro in this movie. So, you know, again, that's not a spoiler. Uh, and I thought it was fantastically done. The CGI was great. Um, I think the story behind it was really well done. You know, you really actually kind of feel for Starro. You know, uh, he doesn't want to be there. And you feel for that, which I think is really cool. Um, like I said, I don't want to get into too much detail. But uh, one thing one thing that, uh, that James Gunn does in this movie that I think is really cool... Um, he integrates certain words or kind of or like fills in lines of dialogue using the background uh, of the film in some very uh, you know unique and inventive ways. Um, there is there's a rooftop scene, um, which is is my favorite u- uh, usage of that. So so kind of look out for that. It's the in the in the trailer, it's the scene where they're talking to the thinker. Um, so keep an eye out for that. He uses this fantastic... It's a fantastic way of just like bringing the visual language of comics to the screen. And I, I just... I thought it was it was extremely well done. Um, I, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts uh, on that as well. And I'll be honest. You know, just like with the first Suicide Squad film. You know, the, the main plot of this is very otherworldly. I mean, like I said, you know, you've got Starro the Conqueror in, in this movie. Uh, it, it's very otherworldly, but unlike the original uh, Suicide Squad, it's it, it's he really was able to kind of take this team and create a plot around them again, otherworldly, but make it believable and fun. Uh, I mean, there were times in that first movie where I was like, "What is going on? Like this is like this is just not good." But uh, I think this one, this one redeemed that original film. So, and uh, I really want to see the the squads essentially from those two movies of you know who who is left over um, team back up or not team up against each other is what I really want. I want a squad versus squad kind of thing going on. You know, you've got you know people in the first movie like um, uh, we've got Deadshot and uh, let's see Katana. And a killer croc, and I'm trying to think who else, uh, other than the characters who crossed over into this film, um, showed uh, or were still alive in there. I know at least it's been a while since I've watched it. So, uh, but yeah, I'd love to see just some of those characters, and then obviously you add a few more in, and then they have to face each other in a third movie. I don't know. I think that'd be a cool way to kind of address the original. And this one, and, and, and 
keep making you know allow people to really understand that they are in the same world and because so many people are sitting here saying that this one that the suicide squad is a remake and it's not a remake it is a sequel whether you like it or not you know it's just the way it is i don't think it should have been titled the suicide squad i think that was a poor choice um i think that it confused a lot of people and you know, I, the the kind of bad taste from the original film is still there. They should have gave it a subtitle. It should have been Suicide Squad, whatever. You know, I I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not great at that. But that's 100% what they should have done. Um, it's just like with the Birds of Prey movie. Now it's a it's a kind of a cool toy, Birds of Prey, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn or whatever it's called. Um, it should have just been called Harley Quinn. And the Birds of Prey. Because it was really, it was a Harley Quinn movie. You know? And I think if it had been called Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, it would have done better. You know? People would have received it better. Because so many people were like, oh, this isn't a Birds of Prey movie. Well, if it was called Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, then you could be like, yeah, you're right. It's a Harley Quinn movie with the Birds of Prey in it. With a version of the Birds of Prey in it. And and I think that would have gone over a bit better. But, you know, for some reason, <laughs> they have issues titling things. Uh, you know, hopefully they can get that all sorted out. But, yeah, so those are my thoughts, my quick thoughts on uh, The Suicide Squad. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Hop on Twitter at DC Comics News. Let me know what you thought of the movie. And uh, let's, speaking of movies, let's get into some movie news. We got, it's a fairly light news week. So we only got a, a few stories in, in each category, but we're going we're gonna to get through them. And uh, I hope that uh, you guys are ready to talk. So our first story in the movies category, DC Films President Walter Hamada has gone on record to say that uh, James Gunn will be returning uh, to this, uh, this kind of universe um, he has said that you know Gunn is always welcome back to you know whatever he wants to do. Uh, he said that he really has a vision, and he's a great partner with us. So you know whenever he wants to come back, we're ready for him. He says uh, he went on to add he he'll be back. We have more stuff planned. Obviously, he's working on uh, the Peacemaker series for HBO Max. Um, but, you know, nothing has been kind of put out there for you know, what they have plans for with him. Um, now, hey, I'd be down for that, you know, the, the Squad vs. Squad movie that I'm talking about uh, to be done by James Gunn. He did a fantastic job here. So, yeah, I think that'd be great. Um, now, I don't know if if, if what Hamada's thoughts uh, on this are would be kind of just like here's some projects to do. Or is he thinking, you know, we have James Gunn here to kind of help shape our universe a bit more the way that Zack Snyder was originally supposed to do? I mean, I love James Gunn, but I don't think that... uh, I I love him, but I don't want the entire universe to be that style. Having some of it here for certain types of characters that work great for the Suicide Squad, I think, you know, it's a perfect uh, property to, to put that James Gunn spin on. I just don't think it will work throughout, um, and so I, I don't. I, I hope that it's not that. I hope he just he's going to be brought back to do some other projects, and that I think would be fantastic. But 
yeah, uh, I don't know what all they're going to do. Uh, I mean, <laughs> WB has been very cagey about everything they've been doing uh, when it comes to DC, really. You know, here's, oh, we're going to announce this but and then maybe not or you know we're gonna do all this stuff on hbo max but we're not really gonna tell you what we're gonna do it's just going to uh, we're just gonna have to figure it out as as it goes along but uh i mean hopefully uh they can get something i mean i'll be totally honest with you i would honestly rather just see hamada go um he ha- he i feel like he has been better than like what had been before but even even now, we need somebody who really understands these characters, who really understands uh, the world of DC and what can be done with it, and and won't sit there and try to homogenize everything. I, that's that's what I fear is. Go- I mean, that's what's kind of been happening, and I just I, I don't want that. I want I want unique takes you know like this suicide squad i think was a nicely unique take uh within the superhero genre you know getting that r rating for a dc film it's rare and i'm i was happy to see it you know and they really went for it um so i don't know we'll see we'll see how things go and uh speaking of uh you know films in the world of dc uh, we got some Blue Beetle news. That's right. They're, they're still making that Blue Beetle movie. Uh, it's coming out on HBO Max, uh, though I, I do wish this one would have been a, a theater run uh, kind of one just because we don't really have any big uh, superhero roles of Latin descent. You know, it's just unfortunately it's that's a big thing that's lacking. Um, but... We are going to be getting that when it comes to Blue Beetle because they are going to be uh, introducing us to Jaime Reyes. And we officially have a casting announcement for it. Uh, and I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce his name right. I apologize if I, if I don't. But uh, they have officially cast uh, Zolo uh, Meriduena. I think that's how you pronounce his name. That's the best I, I can do. Um, th- he is known for playing Miguel Diaz in Netflix's Cobra Kai. And uh, like I said, has been tapped to play Jaime Reyes in the upcoming Blue Beetle film for HBO Max. This is going to be interesting. Uh, I I have not seen any of Cobra Kai. Um, so I don't know how he is in that. But I'm just super excited for a Blue Beetle movie. You know, this is something different. You know, you know we've gotten, you know, Shazam and like Aquaman and stuff like that. They're, you know, a little bit, you know, kind of different, but they're still fairly big name superheroes. Blue Beetle is a somewhat smaller. Now I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people out there like, hey, Blue Beetle's not a small name superhero, but like to the general audience, yeah. Blue Beetle is a small name superhero. Uh, I mean, even like you know, you may say, "Well, what about Shazam?" Shazam, you know, average people don't know Shazam. At least Shazam had like a, I think it was like a TV show or something back in this like the seventies or something. So like the the property has been out there. Blue Beetle really hasn't, and that's what makes me excited for it. Like they're really diving into some different different stuff here. So uh, I am I am totally 
totally pumped. I hope that uh, I hope that this guy is 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 the right choice. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, I try to keep my my opinions as optimistic as possible, especially when I don't really know anything about the person. You know, obviously the casting uh, director saw something in him. So hey, I'm excited to see where it's go where it's gonna go. Uh, and I'm just I'm pumped overall that this character is getting some some use and getting a big screen debut. That's what's going to be going to be awesome. Um, the film is currently scheduled to begin uh, in, in production. I should say on the film is currently scheduled to begin in the fall with a script from uh, Gareth Dunnett uh, Elkoser from uh, Miss Bala and Zev Foreman serving as an executive producer. So next up is our TV news. And first up, we've got a trailer, an official trailer, for the uh, upcoming Why the Last Man series. That's right, this long-awaited series. Uh, we've been waiting years for this thing to actually get some traction. And it's finally almost here. And we finally got uh, our first trailer for it. And I think it looks really cool. We get to see... Um, what the virus, like how it kills uh, all the men, uh, well, all but one, um, and it like <laughs> it looks kind of graphic and and like dang man, like it's gonna it's whoo, it is going to be uh, something to watch. Uh, I I really liked the vibe that we got from it. It's gonna be all out chaos, war. It's whoo man, I am I am pumped to see how this whole thing shakes out uh, in the end. Um, for those of you who don't know Why the Last Man is based on uh, DC Comics Acclaimed series by Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerra. It uh, traverses a post-apocalyptic world in which a cataclysmic event decimates every mammal with a Y chromosome, but for, uh, but for one cisgendered man and his pet monkey. The series follows the survivors of this new world as they struggle with their efforts to restore what was lost and the opportunity to build something better. Uh, that is the official synopsis for the show. Uh, Why the Last Man will premiere uh, exclusively on FX on Hulu. So if you don't have Hulu, I highly recommend getting it if you want to see this show. Uh, on September 13th, so we're just over a month away uh, from this one. I'm, I'm really excited for it, so uh, I hope that you guys will be checking it out because I know I will. Alright. Next up, we have got another trailer. And that is for Doom Patrol Season 3. That's right. Doom Patrol is back. Shenanigans will reign. Uh, I am real excited for this one. Um... We when when we left the show, it was kind of like a truncated season finale because of the whole uh, pandemic thing, you know, the onset of the pandemic and everything. And uh, by the looks of the trailer, it seems that uh, that it, whole issue is going to be dealt with fairly quickly. So uh, I'm glad that we're going to be getting kind of a, a wrap up to to that. Uh, this whole thing is just super super trippy. Look in this whole trailer. Um, 
kind it's kind of hard to describe because it's real trippy. A lot of cool looking uh, new characters coming in. Um, uh, it looks like Mister Nobody is going to take uh, have a bigger role here, which is great because. I mean, I, I absolutely love Alan Tudyk. Uh, I mean, this dude, he is uh, all over the place in the world of DC. I recently was on Twitter, and uh, somebody was talking about uh, you know, Alan Tudyk and all these roles that he's done. I was like, oh, man, how many has he done? And it's at least a dozen, if not more. You know, Alan Tudyk, he is DC. He's all over the place. I mean, just in... Uh, I mean, just alone, we've got... Two of the what were formerly DC Universe shows that he's done stuff in this uh, with Doom Patrol and all you know as Mister Nobody and also uh, in the Harley Quinn animated series uh, he plays multiple roles in that you know so I mean the the big ones are Joker and Clayface but he does multiple other roles as well plus you know some a few others uh, throughout uh, different properties which is really cool. The official synopsis for Season 3 says, uh, Go through the looking glass with a super-powered gang of outcasts, including Matt Bomer as Negative Man, Jovian Wade as Cyborg, Brendan Fraser as Robot Man, and more. Uh, last seen as a de- at a decrepit amusement park where Chief Timothy Dalton witnessed his metahuman daughter Dorothy, played by Abigail Shapiro, engaged in a fiery face-off with the Candlemaker, an ancient evil deity who will stop at nothing to fulfill his world-ending destiny. Join the Doom Patrol for an action-packed third season. Yeah, the, the ending of season two with the Candlemaker, that was some intense stuff, man. I mean, like... Everyone is is encased in wax. Only like the Doom Patrol is there. It's it's gonna be nuts. Uh, I'm excited to see how it all shakes out, and we don't have to wait too long because Doom Patrol season three will debut on HBO Max on September 23rd, about a month and a half away, and we get some Doom Patrol. It's gonna be good. But before that, we get the next season of titans that's right titans season three is coming uh it's just around the corner and we got some uh photos from the uh premiere episode of season three uh and i just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about some of these uh photos that we have we got uh a nice image here of uh starfire in and her uh, full outfit which i i like this outfit quite a bit um i think it's a lot better than what we've seen in the last couple seasons um, I do wish that they made her hair just kind of more reddish, orangish, anything. Even if it just always had a shimmery glow to it, that would be better, in my opinion. But uh, I'm just, I, I love that look for her. And I think that uh, Anna Diop looks good with, with that because they've shown that. They've done the, the like shimmer through the hair and everything before and i really i really like that so i was kind of hoping to see that but you know it's just one image we'll see how uh uh how she looks uh, when the actual series comes around uh then we got a uh, a picture here of dick looks like in the bat cave there is a uh, a robin suit in a case uh computers everywhere uh let's see then we've got a couple images of uh, Dick as Nightwing in his Nightwing outfit with his Eskrima sticks, which is, I am pumped for him to be Nightwing now. It's fantastic. 
because um, and we know that uh, we know that Jason Todd is going to be uh, Red Hood, and we know that Tim Drake will be in this season. So it's uh, will he become Robin? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but because because right now there's really no Robin. You've got Nightwing. You've got Red Hood. But there is no Robin yet, uh, you know, at the moment. So we'll see um, if Bruce is ready to bring on Tim Drake a- as his protege. I don't know how they're going to introduce him, what role he's going to play, but uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Let me get uh, a couple of shots of uh, uh, Jason Todd here. One of them, he's he's sitting at a computer. Another one, he's actually in the Robin suit. Um, it looked, and you can see in the background the uh, security guard strapped to the uh, like hammer game thing uh when at the in the trailer you see this is where everything goes down this is where the joker takes him out um at the at the uh, the fun house so uh you know i i'm <laughs> i'm excited to see how that plays out because uh, it's it's uh, it's different than what they did in in the comics but it's very similar and pardon me word that it would be rushed but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll work. We'll see how we'll see how it all turns out. Then we get uh, a shot of Connor. Uh, you know, with the the you know, he's in the black shirt, black pants. He's got the 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 red S on his chest. There looks like he took out some uh, masked uh, guys here with guns. Uh, don't know what the uh, context is, but uh, I'm excited to find out. We get a, a group shot here. We've got. Uh, Beast Boy, Superboy, Nightwing, and Starfire, along with uh, Crypto, the Superdog, all lined up. Uh, obviously, someone they're they're there talking to someone. Maybe it's Red Hood, maybe it's somebody else. I don't know, but uh, I mean, I just I, every every picture I see, it makes me really really wanna wanna watch this season and uh, and see what else they're gonna do. Um, we get a shot of Beast Boy fighting some uh, some of those masked guys that uh were in the picture with uh connor uh so you know obviously there's going to be a, a big throwdown with with these dudes then we get uh a shot looks like in most likely in wayne manor it's uh dick and bruce sitting on a couch and barbara in her wheelchair and they're all just uh, looks like they're chatting something and then we get one final picture uh a single shot of just barbara uh, so I I love the fact that they're bringing in Barbara as Oracle, you know, post um, Killing Joke and everything you know like that. So that's really cool, I, and uh, I'm excited to see her take on it. And uh, yeah, so guys, let me know your thoughts. I I would love to hear uh, what you've got to say about this, but. Titans is literally right around the corner. It's coming out in a couple of days from when I'm recording this. On August 12th, Season 3 will drop. And uh, new episodes will stream uh, every week on Thursdays up through October 21st. So, you know, what I think is really cool is we're going to have Titans and Doom Patrol running at the same time. Which is going to be for for about a month. Which is cool. So yeah, let me know your thoughts. Hop onto Twitter at DC Comics News. Let me know all your thoughts on the movie and TV stuff that we have covered so far. Uh, but now it is that time. We're going to take a quick ad break. You can hear about all the great shows that we have here at DC Comics News. 
a lot of great stuff that you should guys should all be listening to. So uh, I'll be right back with the comics and uh, a little something extra at the end. So be right back. Hey there, DC fans. This is Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief of DC Comics News, here to give you a special deal from Insight Editions. Insight Editions is an amazing company who uh, sells books and collectibles uh, from all sorts of pop culture, whether it be DC Comics, Marvel Comics, uh, movies like Die Hard, Harry Potter, Alien, everything out there in the world you can you can find you got books collectibles uh pop-up greeting cards they have all kinds of amazing items and right now you can get 35 percent off site-wide by using the code dc news 35 that's dc n-e-w-s 35 dc news 35 use that code and receive 35 percent off site-wide at insighteditions.com this is seth singleton from dc comics news here to tell you about the spinner rack each and every week dc comics publishes so many great books it can be hard to decide where to invest your time and money and that's where the spinner rack comes in the spinner rack is my honest attempt to rate, review, score the top five books from DC Comics each and every week. How can you listen? It's easy. All you have to do is go to your favorite platform, subscribe to DC Comics News Podcasts, and wait for the new episode to load up. Join me each and every week as I sift through the best from DC Comics and pick my top five books. Can't wait to share them with you and to hear your scores when you share them with us, right here on the DC Comics News Podcast. Hello, listeners. This is Tony Farina from DC Comics News and an occasional guest on Comics in Motion. I'm pleased to announce a new show called Indie Comics Spotlight. Each week, my guests and I will be taking a deep dive into a current title or a classic graphic novel from a publisher other than the big two. Consider this show the best of the rest. My hope is that we'll bring new readers to independent comics and give old readers a chance to share their thoughts. Join me each week in the Comics in Motion feed in your favorite podcast catcher. First, there was the DC Comics News podcast. Then came the Spitter Rack. And now, the third show brought to you by the guys that brought you all that other stuff I just mentioned. I am the Knight. A story about the stories. A show celebrating Batman, the animated series. Week by week, episode by episode. Just when you thought it was safe to put on a pair of headphones. I am the Knight. Why, hello there. I'm Seth Singleton. And I'm here to tell you about Mad Pup, a Harley Quinn cast. Harley Quinn? Harley f***ing Quinn? What have we learned from this crazy show? Making Bat Shark repellent relevant since 1966. Oh, look, Ogre. And we've gone completely off the rails. I hear the bat signal. Shut up the bat, I'm nuts. I definitely do not f*** that. In need of an adult-sized nemesis. Humans make good fertilizer. You can't f*** with Lois Lane. For f***'s 
sake. I'm a damn good cop. A lot of lasers. Mmm. Educational and informative. The DC Comics News Podcast Network presents Mad Love, the Harley Quinn cast. <laughs> Back to you, Seth. So, tell us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from everyone out there. Or not. That's really up to all of you. Fuckers. Picture this. Someone who knows nothing about comics. Someone who knows comics from movies, TV, and video games. A complete ultra comics nerd. You pick the character you want us to talk about. You send us the questions you want answered. You make the show. A podcast by fans. For fans. Making new fans. Superheroes. Or dummies. Part of the Comics in Motion Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? I am Kelly Gaines for DC Comics News. I am Tony Hasty for this show. And we are here to introduce our new show, DCN After Dark. This is the late night talk show for all of the wild ideas, fascinating concepts, and scandalous tales straight from the DC universe. We are not going to hold any punches. We are going to give all of our opinions straight off the dome, and sometimes we'll be writing it down. It is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the sensitive ears. It is not for any children. Viewer discretion is going to be advised because we are going to be swearing a lot. Yes. Yeah. And possibly, maybe by episode five, getting to our hundredth <laughs> joke. <laughs> Here's <laughs> hoping. We're going to have guests on this show. We're going to be guests on other shows, but we're not going to finish this sentence. <laughs> off, the t- off the cuff. Let's go. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. Anything off, you want. Anything you want. Scooby-Doo would be a better detective than Jim Gordon. There you go. That's that is what this whole show is about. That's what the show is about. We're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about stuff like that. Should we have seen more of the bat? Go. No, no one had to see more of the bat. No, I didn't. Want- God damn it. Look, all right. We're gonna Scooby-Doo, DCN After Dark. Check us out. Watch us without your kids. And if you are a kid, you shouldn't have even seen this promo. Drink recipes. Content creation reviews, unsolicited advice, and very inappropriate jokes. Yes. And a Santa, uh, an un- unseasonable Santa hat. Except it's season, whatever. Check us out. <laughs> Not getting rid of the Santa hat. <laughs> Available exclusively on YouTube. All right, folks, and we are back. This is episode 129 of the DC Comics News Podcast. I am your host for today, Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief of DC Comics News. And we are about to enter into the world of comic book news. Uh, and this one ties in a little bit to the TV stuff, uh, you know, as we just got came out of. Uh, we have a new series, a new comic book series called Harley Quinn the Animated Series, The Eat, Bang, Kill Tour. It is a uh, sequel follow-up to uh, the ending of Season 2 of Harley Quinn the Animated Series. It literally picks up right after the events of the season finale. I was able to uh, read the issue before doing this recording. It is available right now. You can pick it up in your uh, local comic shops or uh, you can actually read it on the DC Universe Infinite app. 
uh, issue one is right there. So if you are subscribed to DCUI, be sure to check that out uh, right now. It's actually it's really, really good. It definitely has the feel of the show. Um, like I, As I read it, I was, I'm hearing their voices in my head. You know, it follows Harley and Ivy as they take off. They're trying to outrun the cops, um, you know, after they ditch the wedding and everything. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it take, picks up right after the events. Um, and it's cool because it gives, like, a little bit of, um, like, a recap, uh, so to speak, as to what had been going on previously. So, uh, for those of you who didn't necessarily watch the show, you get a bit of a, you're kind of caught up. Uh, so that you can, you know, continue on through with the comic. Um, but I highly recommend checking it out. It's a fantastic series. It's probably my favorite thing uh, that came out of DC Universe. So uh, definitely, definitely check uh, that out. Um, the third season, uh, the showrunner has said that the third season of the show will debut in either late 2021 or early 2022. He also confirmed that there would be no danger of Harley and Ivy splitting up after putting these characters together, but we'll see. You know, you never know. <laughs> uh, you never really know what's going uh, to happen uh, in in shows like that. Uh, I mean, he did say, you know, he's like, uh, he said, we don't want to, to do a third season where it feels like the stakes uh, of whether Harley and Ivy stay together, it, it's much more interesting to do a show about how you navigate these very different personalities being in a relationship um, and that it, that sentiment reminds me a lot of the office because that that was kind of the take that the showrunners uh, of the office had when they finally got jim and pam together they didn't want the show to be about uh, them you know breaking up and getting back together all all the time um as opposed to just kind of how they navigated life together I think, and I think that's really cool. So if they're able to do that, uh, I kind of hope that it does stay that way. Because I think, I think seeing the two of them together throughout this show is going to be uh, real fun. Um, so be sure to pick up Harley Quinn the Animated Series, The Eat, Bang, Kill Tour, issue number one. Like I said, it's available uh, in stores and on the DC Universe Infinite app. Uh, and you know, if you haven't checked it out yet, seasons one and two of Harley Quinn are streaming right now on HBO Max. So be sure to check that out as well. All right. Uh, our next story, uh, Jim Lee addresses rumors that DC will stop publishing comics. This has been a rumor that's been going around for uh, you know a long time, but has gotten kind of uh, a bit more traction ever since they launched DC Universe, and, and the streaming thing kind of became a bit more uh, you know of a thing. You know, media is heading deeper into the world of streaming and digital offerings. It's it's a it's just a thing that's happening. You know, we see with all these different streaming services coming, uh, you know, we, we, we over the last year with the pandemic, you know, we had a lot of th- what would be like theater films just going straight to streaming. So, you know, comics aren't the only industry that are that is worried about that. Um, however, Jim Lee has said that this is not the case. It's not going to happen. He um, 
I think he was interviewed by by Hollywood Reporter, uh, and and they have him quoted as saying, uh, "Occasionally, you will run across that article or tweet, and I have to bite my tongue to not jump into the conversation. It's the furthest thing from the truth. If anything, it's the exact opposite. The comics that we publish, the core canon we establish in comics, is driving everything that we do across DC and media." We are constantly referring to the characters as we build DC beyond the publishing world. Uh, he continues by, by saying, Having publishing is vital to our future. We can't rest on our laurels. And having an influx of new voices, new characters, new points of view is vital to keeping the industry healthy and representative of current times. It's mission one for us to make sure that you uh, that universe we create and champion is reflective of the fan base that loves our characters. So yes, it is the cornerstone of everything we do. So there you go, folks. It is settled. Jim Lee, he's he's dropping the hammer on these rumors, saying no, we're not going to be stopping publishing. Get that out of your mind. It's not going to happen. I know there's going to be cynics out there. Well, of course he's going to say that. He's the guy running it. Yeah, but you know what? I've never once believed this for a second. Just because things are... are, You're getting... Here's the thing. If they didn't do the digital side, then they're missing out. You know, you have to change with the times, but they're not just going to abandon everything. That's just stupid to think that, you know, it's 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 a moronic thing to think. Um, And I'm glad that he's out here kind of squashing these rumors down uh, because, yeah, you know, I can guarantee you if they moved straight to streaming and did no more actual hard copy publishing of uh, you know physical copy publishing of comics they would tank and i think that they know that i think they're smart enough especially jim lee jim lee has been around for a long time he is smart enough to know that is not an actual uh, good option here all right uh next up we've got tom taylor teasing a major dc announcement is coming uh tom taylor he's done some uh amazing stuff and he put out a tweet says uh i've been working on a comic in secret with a dream artist for over two years i'm excited for this as anything i've ever been a part of this coming week you'll find out and he uses the cryptic hashtag uh dcdkos uh which i was like what what is this you know uh we have no he doesn't give us any actual, um, any actual like insight onto it. Uh, somebody tweeted at him saying that's deceased part three, right? And he said no, it could be bigger than deceased. So it's definitely not deceased. It's something else. Uh, I, I, I don't know what. Uh, somebody else tweeted at him saying, uh, "Don't even think about announcing this uh, through days of teasers, Tom." And he's like, "But, but it's fun." So. Uh, We'll probably be getting days of teasers. <laughs> Who knows how uh, how much uh, teasers we're going to get, but we're going to get teasers uh, from this. Now, I went and I clicked on this hashtag because I was like, what is, what is this hashtag? What, you know, I, I need to know what exactly is going on. Now, 
some people have uh, kind of thrown out their own kind of guesses uh, about what it might actually be. Uh, I, I liked this one. Tom actually responded to one. He said, loving the guesses. No one has gotten it yet. So any of the ones that I go through, uh, no one has gotten them yet. Uh, and he said, sorry, extra points for all the Donkey Kong suggestions, though, which I think was great because it's DCDKOS. So <laughs> uh, I think that's kind of neat. Somebody had put up like DC Dark Knight ongoing series, you know, just something kind of, you know, just it just the kind of general um, I like this one. This one was pretty funny. DC dead KO'd superheroes. I thought that was pretty clever. Um, yeah, again, another, you know, Dark Knight ongoing series. This one was cool. DC's Dark Knight Outer Space. That sounds kind of, would be, uh, kind of a neat one. Now, and then there was one that I thought, man, Tom Taylor doing this would be awesome. And it was DC's Dream King of Sleep. And I'm like, oh, that would be freaking awesome. I kind of really want to see Tom Taylor take on the Sandman universe. That would be really cool. But uh, according to him, you know, none of these have uh, have been right. I mean, maybe he's throwing people off. I don't know. But uh, it's another cool one was DC Dark Knight of Steel. You know, maybe something to do with Superman. Maybe he gets... Uh, Superman's powers or something. That could be a cool idea for a book uh, as well. Dark Knight one-shot, you know, just something basic. Nothing, uh, you know, nothing kind of interesting in there, in my opinion. Uh, But then I found a couple other interesting ones here. Um, Doomsday, Killer of Superman. Deadshot, Killer or Savior. Those those sound kind of cool. Death, A Kind of Silence. Uh, which is cool, but there's no A. But, hey, you know, a lot of times when they do acronyms, they leave, like, the A out. So, uh, you know, that could definitely be. A damage Kid of Suffering was one that somebody put out there. A lot of cool ones. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, so hop onto Twitter, at DC Comics News, and use the hashtag DCDKOS. And I just want to I just want to hear your thought. What do you think it, it should be or is? What is your best guess as to what DCDKOS actually stands for? Be sure to tag Tom Taylor as well. Uh, it's at Tom Taylor made. Uh, tag him in your guesses. I'd love to see uh, all your guys' thoughts. Hopefully we will find out soon. All right, and now we are on to our final story of the night and this falls under the other category uh, as i as i like to put it we have a brand new app that has just come out uh just the other day it is an augmented reality app centered around the world of batman and it is called dc batman bat tech edition uh, i uh, had the pleasure of attending a press briefing about this where uh you know the head of uh, warner brothers uh consumer products uh, and the head of pure imagination studios talked about this new app um i got to uh kind of test run a beta version of it uh, about a week before it dropped it was really cool um uh it's like i said it is a completely uh augmented reality based app it is a -a one-of-a-kind free mobile app 
It is aimed at kids uh, ages 6 through 12. It's a narrative-driven, technology-inspired uh, app full of activities set in the world of the Dark Knight. Um, you know, you get to look at various pieces of Batman's tech using that augmented reality, which is super cool because it's almost like you can, can reach out and grab it. You know, you can you can tilt your your device down and look at different angles of this thing completely 3D. It's really cool. Uh, some of the tech includes uh, Batman's cowl. Uh, the utility belt, even the Batmobile, and it kind of like opens up the tech so you can see it piece by piece and what each thing does, and it tells you about it. It uses uh, Penny One, the Bat computer. Uh, you get full access to the Bat computer in this, which is really cool to learn about all of Batman's tech and stuff like that. Um, you also have uh, missions, uh, AR missions. This is the main draw of the app. Where you will become a, a new member of Batman's Nightwatch team, which uh, he is using to help take down the bad guys in Gotham City. And there's even going to be a comic book called Batman uh, Nightwatch. The first issue is on the app, and it will be an app exclusive. So definitely check that out, and it will talk, you know, it'll kind of detail how the Nightwatch started and everything like that. Um,. You know, in these missions, in these AR missions, you get to interact with uh, some of Batman's greatest villains like the Joker, the Riddler, Mr. Freeze, and a whole lot more. Um, but that's not all, you know. You get uh, a bunch of fun little other things like uh, face filters where you can you can uh, be Batman or Mr. Freeze or the Riddler um, or, or, you know, like Joker or Batgirl, you know, stuff like that. You get sticker packs. Where you can take, you know, you can take a photo and add stickers onto it, or you can, you know, access your camera roll and take uh, an already existing photo and add stickers uh, onto it, which is really cool. Um, and they have a uh, a video section, which is kind of, it's, I think, is linked to the DC Kids YouTube channel. And it will include tech-related clips from shows like Batman Beyond, uh, Batman Brave and the Bold, as well as a brand new series called Batman Science Lab, uh, with episodes covering um, things like Batman's thermal armor, his cape glider, and the Batmobile, and, and some other stuff as well. Uh, but, you know, like I said, the great thing about this is it's it's not just here is some stuff on an app, and then there you go, and we're done. No, they're going to be updating this regularly, which is really cool. You know, just like they do with DC Universe Infinite, they update it regularly. You know, you're going to be getting access to new gadgets. You're going to get new comics, new videos, new filters, new stickers, more missions and things like that. And it's going to be very, very fun uh, for kids. So, uh, yeah, check this out, man. It is uh, completely COPA compliant. And it is a completely offline experience, you know, so it's safe for the kids to use. It's just, it's right there on their device. It's them doing this and having fun. And it's also going to be available globally and localized in 13 different languages, which is really, really cool. Um, yeah, and so be sure to uh, check it out. You can download it from the iOS store, the Apple store, or uh, uh, the Android store, or whatever they're called, the Google store, Google Play, whatever it's called. Um, on both tablets and smartphones, you can you can check that out uh, right now. DC Batman Bat Tech Edition. 
uh, it's really cool, man. I, I know I'm saying that a lot, but I, I played it, and I, I've, I'm really having a blast with it. My daughter loves the thing, so uh, I highly recommend it. You know, it's got some some uh, things that it could it could do a little bit better on. Like, uh, for one thing is uh, the Joker face filter. I wish looked better. It just it doesn't look as good. I've had better uh, f- Joker face filters on Snapchat, um, but you know there it's it's the first thing. And hopefully they'll they'll tweak some of that stuff, make some of that kind of stuff better. Um, I also kind of wish that uh, the AR tech stuff uh, like you could rotate it, you could kind of like use your fingers and rotate it and stuff, but you have to you have to walk around it, which is it's is fine. It's not a huge deal, um, but. Overall, I think it's a great new app for kids. Get them interested, one, in you know Batman, and two, in tech, you know, in the world of STEM. I think that's fantastic, and I hope that you guys check that out. Uh, and like I said, even if you don't have kids, just check it out. I'm having a blast. I'm in my mid-30s, and I'm having a blast playing this thing. So give it a, give it a check out uh, and let me know what you think. Head on over to uh, at DC Comics News on Twitter and let us know. All right, folks, uh, I think that is it for today. That is my last news story. Thank you so much for joining me on uh, this episode, episode number 129 of the DC Comics News Podcast. I have been your host, Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief of DC Comics News. Be sure to uh, follow me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R. Or you can follow me on my other site, Merc with a Movie Blog. It's at Movie Blog Merc, M-E-R-C. Uh, Be sure to check me out there. And always follow DC Comics News on all the social medias. We got Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube. Uh, We got them all. Be sure to uh, Instagram. You can't forget Instagram. Lots of cool stuff over there. I actually just put up a post about King Shark. A lot of cool stuff over there. Uh, At DC Comics News on all of those uh, channels. Um, for the as far as the YouTube channel goes, be sure to go over there. If you find any videos you like, hit that like button and smash that subscribe button. Pretend you're punching Joker in the face and smash that subscribe button. Uh, we'd love to get your thoughts on some uh, videos. I, I want to get m- some new content up there, so be sure to uh, send in some suggestions. Let me know. Um, I'd love to hear it. Uh, again, at DC Comics News on all the social medias. Be sure to check us out and. Uh, As we always say at the end of every broadcast, we have one simple request, and that is to read more comics. Catch you guys next time.